Last week, we saw some developments in the leadership struggle over Michigan's Republican Party. When Christina Caramo was elected to be the party's chair in 2023, she represented a new wave of Trump-influenced Republicans. You may not always like me, but you know I'll keep my word. And that's what we need as chair and co-chair of the Michigan Republican Party. We need to fight to secure our elections. It's the reason I did not concede after the 2022 election. But critics have been unimpressed by her leadership. They say that she's alienated both some longtime members and some of the new wing of Trump supporters. Karamo was voted out by state committee members last month, but has said that she's not going anywhere. We will not tolerate the RNC undermining the will of the precinct delegates and the Michigan Republican Party State Central Committee. This is not their decision to make. It is ours. As if this web could not get any stickier, last week the Republican National Committee says that it is now recognizing former Congressman Pete Hoekstra as the state GOP chair. Today, what is going on with Michigan's Republican Party? We'll get into what this battle over state party chair could mean for the upcoming Republican convention. This is Stateside. I'm April Baer. Craig Mauger reports on politics for the Detroit News, and we've invited him to give us a little bit of background on this entire ordeal. Craig, can you get us up to speed on the Republican National Committee and the decision that it made about Michigan's party chair last week? The Republican National Committee um, essentially revealed they had reached a decision that Pete Hoekstra, the former uh, U.S. representative from West Michigan, in their minds, is the chairman of the Michigan Republican Party. The Republican National Committee looked at the situation of how Karamo's opponents went about removing her and went about selecting Hoekstra as her replacement and said they followed the party's bylaws. They did this properly. Hoekstra is now the chairman, essentially having, you know, this core entity that oversees these state parties, deals with these state parties across the country, intervene and say it's Hoekstra. Is that going to halt this debate? Absolutely not. This fight for control of the Michigan Republican Party is not over as it sta- as it sits here today. At, when I'm speaking, this is not over. This is going to continue. And I would expect, you know, more developments in the coming weeks. Karamo's team is speeding forward with plans to hold a vote on March 2nd among delegates in which they believe the delegates will say Karamo is still the chairwoman. There is a lot in the works about how all of this can be resolved. There is a lawsuit in play challenging Karamo's leadership. Also, we've got some county delegates who could determine who the party chair is. I'm keeping in mind that the state Republican convention is just two weeks away, and the state GOP is supposed to have caucus meetings, first time ever to determine a GOP presidential nominee for Michigan. Do the caucuses have to go forward even with this leadership struggle happening? Yeah, the caucuses are now um, 100 percent part of how Michigan's delegates to the Republican National Convention are going to be allocated. It's a very complex, you know, internal bylaws. But Michigan's primary moved up into a place because of Democrats decisions where it does not fit with Republican National Committee policy. So to get around that, they had to hold these caucuses later than the primary. So they held it on March 2nd. And this is going to award the majority of Michigan's delegates to the Republican National Convention. So you've got this meeting on March 2nd. 
who's going to run the meeting? Who's going to show up for the meeting? How many, you know, uh, battles over, you know, Robert's rules of order are going to take place? The, and, and the future of the party is going to be very much on, on the line here. Craig Mauger, you can read his coverage at the Detroit News. Craig, thank you. Thank you. We need to take a break. More on Christina Caramo and the GOP leadership struggle when we come back. Support for the Stateside Podcast comes from Kalamazoo College, offering a personalized education that combines critical thinking, curiosity, and creativity. Committed to preparing students for meaningful careers that make a positive impact on the world. More at kzoo.edu. Support for Michigan Public's Stateside Podcast comes from Lake Trust Credit Union, working to empower financial well-being for Michigan consumers, businesses, and communities. Committed to financial solutions and advice to support people and families. More information at laketrust.org. Stephen Henderson is a longtime journalist and Detroiter. He hosts the WDET show Created Equal. And he's here to offer some political analysis on this truly chaotic moment in Michigan's Republican Party. Stephen, what do you make of the Michigan Republican Party being two weeks away from the state party convention to nominate a presidential candidate? Yeah, they have serious, serious problems. And, and of course, they go beyond Christina Caramo and her leadership. But, I mean, you, you, you do have to start there, right? I mean, this is somebody who, as, as chair, has raised almost no money to speak of, really, uh, in the time that she's been there. And, the, you know, she's elected the year before an election year where you have to be not just raising money, but but building organization in order to support the candidates who are going to run in the election year. And so uh, when you look at the bank account of the Michigan GOP, uh, when you look at the organization that's in place to support candidates, I mean, they are way behind. And uh, Republican insiders are talking about them taking an absolute beating uh, in, in this state in particular because of that chaos. I think the problem still stems from the Trump disruption, and I think that's the only way to describe it these days. Uh, he has uh, not just disrupted American politics in general, but in particular has disrupted Republican politics and the way they work in a way that, that that's damaging. Uh, you have people uh, who have been lifelong Republicans, lifelong conservatives, uh, who he has vilified or pushed out of the party made the enemy uh, of rank-and-file Republican voters. So now every candidate is asked lots of questions about where they stand on Donald Trump, a person who's not even nominally the head of the party anymore and is out of office. You know, that disruption is about the fundamental nature of what it means to be a Republican. You know, is this hateful and divisive approach that, that Trump seems to relish in reflective of, of what the Republican Party wants to be, and more importantly, can it win with that approach? And the reason that someone like Christina Caramo can say the things that she's saying, like, I'm not going to go away, I'm going to fight this, is why? Because she is 
mimicking Donald Trump in the way that she does that. That is maybe one of the best ways to get attention and to get support inside the party is to disrupt, is to say, the heck with the rules. I'm going to do it my own way and people will will follow me. And as long as they're they're battling uh, that kind of thing, it's, it's going to be really hard to appeal to uh, crossover voters, which is, of course is who decides things in Michigan, uh, but also hard to just get the rank and file Republican voters to vote and to, to feel like, like they have a say or a place even in the party. Stephen, if we say that some of what has shaped and emboldened Christina Caramo's approach as a state party leader, that that, that you know, circles back to Donald Trump and <laughs> the example that he has set. How do you how do you envision Pete Hoekstra leading within the party? I mean, he was as strong a supporter of Donald Trump as any for, you know, the whole time that Trump was in office. I, I think one of the one of the ideas to to select someone like Pete to succeed Christina was that he's a little bit of a bridge between the old Republican Party, right? The old kind of stodgy, conservative, financially conservative uh, Republican Party and the Trump years. I mean, Trump Trump likes him. Uh, he has supported uh, the former president everywhere. But, you know, I mean, Pete is a dyed-in-the-wall uh, textbook conservative as well and has support still from uh, from a lot of, of those folks. Remember, the big challenge they have is raising money. Where is the money in the Republican Party? It is with that older, that kind of old line uh, conservative rank uh, in, inside the GOP. Pete is is as uh, uh, dug in to that side as he is into the Trump side. So I think uh, this wasn't necessarily a walk away from everything Donald Trump. It was a way to walk enough back uh, to where the money is to get the party into shape to, to try to compete. Stephen Henderson, you can hear him weekdays at 9 on Created Equal on WDET-FM in Detroit. And the show also is in its podcast form. Stephen, thank you so much for talking with us. Always great to talk with you, April. And that's the Stateside Podcast for today. I'm April Baer. You can find full Stateside episodes when you're ready for more listens at michiganpublic.org. Today's podcast was produced by Rachel Ishikawa. Other producers on our show are Mike Blank, Ronia Kabansag, Mercedes Mejia, and April Van Buren. Our intern is Olivia Moradian, and the show's executive producer is Laura Weber-Davis. Music for the pod comes from Audio Network and from Blue Dot Sessions. Thanks for listening. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. Bye-bye.